Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. Thank you for being with us again today. We are going to take a look at how military service can arm us with the tools to crush it in real estate investing. Tim Kelly recently separated from the U.S. Navy as a chief petty officer to pursue his true calling. Now, as VP of Education and co-owner for the online community Active Duty Passive Income, he helps other past and present military members on their paths to financial freedom through owning more of America, the land they swore to protect and fight hard for. So, Tim, take us into the show and share an experience that helped you be who you are today. Hey, man. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate the intro. And I mean, I I would have to just kind of keep it correlated with, you know, my military service. I mean, there's not one single conversation or one single event, you know, that really, really jumped out to me. There was a series of a lot of different events through my 15 and a half years of service that really shaped me who I am today. I mean, there's just, we could talk for hours about what is actually instilled in you the longer you stay in the military in terms of leadership, grit, resilience, teamwork, humility, like all these things that just translate very, very well into business. And, you know, I just have to give much credit to a lot of my junior officers, my senior officers, my fellow chief petty officers while I was serving that I've learned from that I served with that really shaped me who I am today that I think have made a big impact in my life and who really helped me accomplish all the things that I have in such a short period of time. And just set me up onto a path of success. Well, Tim, you say you don't have to be a mathematician to underwrite commercial and multifamily deals. That is probably one of the more daunting things about real estate investment. So tell us about your experiences with math and underwriting. Yeah. You don't have to be a mathematician to underwrite deals. And I know that because I am not a mathematician. I'm not a numbers guy. I'm not left brain, analytical, detail oriented. I'm the opposite. I'm far right brained. I'm a lot more of the visionary and the communicator and the speaker and the marketer and all that. So if I could do it, it must be true. Right, you don't have to be a mathematician in order to underwrite deals, and it's really just a five-step process. And if we're talking about any kind of commercial real estate, whether it's a large multifamily apartment complex or a large mobile home community or a large storage facility or an RV park or a shopping center, like any kind of large commercial real estate from five doors and up, it's all the same basic deal analysis with a, with a few variables in each asset class. So it's a five-step process. That is the high level. A lot of underwriters and deal analyzers have their own approach to underwriting. Happy to go through that five-step process if you want me to run through it, but I want to be respectful. I know there's a lot that we want to cover. So I'll let you, I'll have you tell me if, if we have enough time to go through that five step process, but it's pretty basic for for underwriting. Yeah, I don't want to put you on the spot, but let's real quickly go through those. Yeah. So look, number one, it's income, gathering all the income from the property that has generated in the last 12 to 36 months. And usually when you're getting a deal under contract, when you are submitting an offer, when you are looking to place an offer, the seller 
or the broker is going to provide the financials to you that you need to do a quick underwriting. So you gather all the income over the last year, right? Last 12 to 36 months to try to see a trend. That's step one. Step two, you just gather all the expenses. What are all the things that might require the owners to pay every single month? The utilities, any kind of vendors, the trash pickup, all the different things, the expenses that the property endures. So step one, you collect all the income for the last year. Step two, you collect all the expenses for last year. Step three, income minus expenses is this magic number called the NOI, the net operating income, right? Once you have that net operating income, that's step three. Step four is you divide it by what's called the cap rate, the capitalization rate. And this, we can go into a deep rabbit hole about how to get the cap rate, what the cap rate means. Think of this as like an exchange rate and each market will have a different cap rate. And the best way to go about this, unless you know the market really well and you already know, you've looked at you know countless deals deals and you see what exchange rate or what cap rate these type of deals are exchanging, connecting with the experts in the market, the brokers, the property managers, other investors to try to get an idea of what the cap rate is. Step one, get the income for the property. Step two, get the expenses. Step three, that is your NOI, your net operating income, income minus expenses. Step four, divide that by the cap rate. Step five, that gives you your offer price. You have your NOI, your net operating income, divide that by your cap rate. That is your offer price. That is your valuation of the property. It's really that simple in the five steps. You know, as soon as I found that out, I really was motivated and inspired and just keep learning, keep digging in because I'm like, wow, it's really that simple, you know? And uh, there's a lot of nuances when you like start digging in and maybe financials that are missing, rent rolls that are inaccurate, all that stuff. But at a high level, that is the simple five-step process to underwrite any large commercial property. Now, thanks for summing that up for us. You also say that highly experienced, that you don't have to be highly experienced and you don't have to be a millionaire to get into commercial real estate. Why do you say that? Yeah. I mean, especially from a capital raising standpoint, like you don't have to have millions of dollars. You don't have to have a ton of experience in order to raise millions of dollars for deals. It's a niche that a lot of people are getting into because it's once you learn a few strategies and a few concepts and maybe have a couple paradigm shifts, a lot of people may realize that they can raise capital for deals without a ton of experience, without a ton of knowledge, without a ton of money. You can become an owner in these larger deals if you know how to raise the deals, if you know where to find investors that are looking for these opportunities and what to say to them and the words to say to them and just how you're mostly, all you're really doing is getting to know everybody that is in the room. It's a conference, maybe your friends or family. You don't have to be a highly experienced or multimillionaire real estate investor in order to raise deals because you put yourself in the right room. You're genuinely interested in what the investor's goals are in investing. And if you know and have the education to explain, yes, my deal could meet your criteria, or maybe I could help serve you. If not, maybe I could find somebody who could help you achieve your goals. All you're doing, you're offering this incredible investment opportunity to someone who is looking for an investment opportunity. A lot of people think raising capital means you got to go ask for money. And that's heavy. That's burdensome. Like I had that mindset and I was struggling. But once I had that paradigm shift, like, look, I'm not asking for money. I'm realizing I have something that a lot of people are looking for. I just got to go find those people and say, I'm offering you this opportunity. A lot of accredited investors already understand the value of investing as a limited partner in large syndication deals. They have so much cash sitting on the sideline. There's trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines, even more with the pandemic, with all the capital and money that was injected into our economy over the last couple of years. There's so much cash, so much sitting in savings, and people are looking to place it 
into real assets, into real property, into commercial real estate, income producing commercial real estate. So you got to find those people. You got to offer them the opportunity, get to know them, their goals, offer them the opportunity and just follow up. You know, So again, very high level, just a lot of lessons learned for me, all summed into one quick quick little summary. But yeah, that's just to explain, you don't have to be a multimillionaire to raise capital for deals, to raise millions and become an owner in these large properties. Tim, take us through the step-by-step process that you use to develop a bulletproof investing team. Yeah. So this is something I love talking about because a lot of people like see these large deals and they just think you have to be an institution or you must be rich or you must be a highly experienced investor. It's people like like you and me. It's regular private investors that own a lot of these large commercial properties, especially when you're talking five units up to 200, 300 units, depending on the market. Institutions like the bigger stuff. Institutions like to preserve their capital. They like the A-class assets that they can park their money in. They're betting on the appreciation over 10 years. But um, a lot of these properties are owned by people like you and me. And and so the team is how you could successfully take that down. And just knowing that you don't have to learn everything there is to learn about these asset classes, about these strategies, because you have a team and you figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are and you find other people. So the best way to say step-by-step, number one, education. You have to like dial in your education so you can speak the language to other people when you're networking, 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 and going to meetups. And whether it's a virtual Zoom or whether it's an in-person conference or meetup, you are educated. So then when you're networking with people, you sound like you know what you're talking about, even if you have no experience. That's what education does. It's very powerful. That's what active duty passive income is all about. We're just helping educate other past and present members. So when they're having conversations with people, they're taken seriously. So educate yourself is number one. And then number two, while you're educating yourself, improve your self-awareness to determine how you fit into a deal. What roles are you going to play? That education is going to give you all the different roles. Am I going to find the deal? Am I going to underwrite the deal? Am I going to conduct due diligence? Am I going to put up risk capital? Am I going to help close it with my balance sheet as a guarantor or key principal? Am I going to be the asset manager? Figure out a little bit about all these roles and improve your self-awareness enough to figure out how you fit into that picture. Now you know, you have education. Now you know how to fit in while you're networking. You know all that already. And again, you are genuinely interested in everybody around you, what their goals are, what their strengths are, what they're looking to do. And because you already have that self-awareness and that education, the more you ask questions about other people, the more that it's going to be revealed to you who those potential partners are, who, who is aligned ethically and morally with you. Who has the same long-term goals, the three biggest things? Do they have the right strengths and weaknesses? Are they morally and ethically aligned? And do they have the right long-term goals? Because you can't partner with someone who's looking to do a flip on a single family if you're trying to take down 200-unit apartment communities in the Southeast or whatever. you know. So you got to get to know them well enough and ask them the right questions. And I'll throw this one thing out there, the Ford. Get to know their Ford. F-O-R-D. Get to know about their family, their occupation their recreation, and their dreams. If you know those four things and ask them about their dreams and goals in real estate, a lot is going to be revealed to you. Okay. So get educated, improve your self-awareness to see how you fit into a deal, find other people, be interested in them. And then when they ask you, you have a 15 to 20 second elevator pitch, exactly explaining exactly who you are, what you do, what you're looking for, and how you could add value. So that's actually, I came up with five steps there. Yeah. (laughs) I think you started with three, but that's actually five. 
So yeah. that's education, self-awareness, alignment with prospective investors. And then the for the family, the occupation, and I miss the other two. The Recreation and Dreams, Ford, F-O-R-D, yeah. family, okay. occupation, recreation, and dreams. Yeah, and Great way to build rapport, great way to build a relationship. And yeah. yeah, I like that acronym, F-O-R-D. I'm going to have yeah. to remember that. And then, of course, the all-important elevator pitch. And I think we forget that. Oftentimes, we forget that it only takes 15 seconds. And they don't want, they don't want an hour dialogue. They don't want a sales pitch. And, and when I say elevator pitch, it's, it's not. I, I need to think of a better term to describe that. It's literally just 15 to 20 seconds of you sharing, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I could add value to you and your team. And this is what I'm looking for. And then it's like, how can we collaborate? What are different ways based on what I just said that we can collaborate? All that is somewhat of a hook to build their curiosity. And if they want to learn more, that's when you schedule a meeting or you go sit down and have coffee or a beer and you explain your entire business model. They don't want to hear your entire business model unless they're drawn and interested from your 15 to 20 second elevator pitch. Yeah. And if they want to know more, they're going to ask more. And if they're not interested, then there's no point in you wasting your time or their time. It's also really important that forward, because if you're speaking to somebody who's been in a limited partner in like a dozen deals, it's going to be a drastically different conversation than if you get to know someone's Ford and they know nothing about real estate or they've only done like a single family flip, or they've only lived in their own single family home, but they have hundreds of thousands in cash because they've just been so busy because they work hard, right? So getting to know them, getting to know their forward, what they do, how much time they have, their experience level, their goals, because then your conversation will be based on that. Yeah. And it'll be a meaningful conversation for them as well as for you. And that's what we're doing is bring absolutely meaning. It isn't all about money. In fact, maybe it's not even money. It's all about serving, giving and providing value. Absolutely. Absolutely. White glove service is what one of my other guests had said yesterday. Nice. Yeah, I like that term. Yeah. You talked a bit about mindset and in conjunction with that aspect of offering an opportunity rather than asking for money. And that in and of itself is a huge mindset, but it's a critical mindset shift. Talk to us further about mindset shifts because it's more than just... Man, yeah, this is so... It was a huge paradigm shift for me you know, just how you frame it. Before you approach somebody, if you think that you have to go ask for money, that's heavy. That's that's like weighs you down. It's like creates fear. It's like, man, we never talk about money at the dinner table growing up. Why do I have to go ask this person for money? Like, so offering an opportunity and again, getting to know their forward before you even talk about the opportunity is just uh, takes even more stress off you. Say all that is a mindset is absolutely everything. Your frame of mind, your self-talk and your beliefs is where it all starts. Your beliefs, like in your heart, do you have, what are your beliefs not only in like just in money and in building wealth, but what are your beliefs and the faith you have in yourself to be able to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish? It all starts from your beliefs because your beliefs, well, then like in your heart, what you believe deep down will turn into the, what the words you say in your mind and that self-talk will drive your attitude and your attitude will literally just give off this energy and your presence, your body language, your energy, your demeanor, and all of that will develop and uh, you know determine whether you're going to achieve your goals, whether you're going to be successful, whether people are going to take you seriously, whether people are going to think you're fooling around. 
right? So mindset and high performance is something I've always just been addicted to. I've always just consumed personal professional development. That's why I became a certified high performance coach. I love getting one-on-one with people figuring out what their issues are, what is holding them back. Most of the time, 99% of the time, it's themselves. Some of the time it's, you know, they are maybe misunderstanding a concept or a strategy or whatever, but anybody can learn the mechanics of how to in real estate. Anybody can, but we don't learn how to control our mindset, how to believe in ourselves more, how to interpret the words that are coming up in our head. Right. And sometimes we have to sit with them. If it's negative self talk, we got to sit with it and like really realize where's that coming from. But then you got to get good enough to realize you got to also disassociate that negative self talk. It's not you, it's others. It's maybe your friends or your family that told you that you're crazy because you want to create a hundred thousand in passive income a month investing in apartments. They're going to look at you like you got two heads. That is inevitably going to hold you back. That's why you have to absolutely intentionally put yourself in a room full of people who will support you, who are thinking along the same lines, who won't think you're crazy if you say, I want to do a million dollar a year passive income in two years and three years and believe that you can and support you along the way and hold you accountable. You have to, there's no way you're just going to randomly be put in front of people who can believe in your crazy audacious goals. Okay. Your friends and your family sometimes are the first people that you have to just love and support. But the more time you spend with those people, even if you say, I'm not going to let them you know, hold me back, they're not going to be anchors, right? They are. They're, they're holding you back inevitably because you're hanging out with them, right? Even though if you love them and you care about them, your mindset is absolutely everything. And I love helping people like really uncover that, how to gain more clarity, how to gain more confidence, courage, energy, how to master their mindset. These are things we don't learn. But what I just talked about are like the pillars of high performance. And if you could move 1% every single day in one or multiple of those multiple areas, it significantly impacts your life holistically, your relationships, your finances, your ability to give more your ability to be healthier and have more energy. Because if you have more energy, you're probably going to serve in your relationships more. You're probably going to be able to make more money and be more focused, probably have more energy to go work out and eat right, right? Certainly. Well, Tim, you have a lot to offer. Tell our enlightened investors how they can get in touch with you to take advantage of what you have. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for that. If you're a past or present military or in a military family, you know, and any of this is resonating with you, we have a huge online community of people who are in our military family who are just learning about the stuff together. They're mentoring each other. They're coaching each other. They're supporting each other. So that's activedutypassiveincome.com. Just go to that website. We have a best-selling book, Military House Hacking. It's right here. It's free for our community. I wrote three other books. Two of them are free on that website. Check out the podcast. We just launched a fund for as little as 500 bucks. You can get into our fund and invest in real estate if you're, if you want to be more passive instead of more active. And so if you're past present military, but either way, even even if you are past present military, there's so many different ways to get a hold of me. You can go to my website, you know, the timothykelly.com. You can go to my LinkedIn, the Timothy Kelly, Instagram, the Timothy Kelly. But if this is resonating with you, just shoot me a text and we'll hop on a call. Area code 847-910-9161. Shoot me a text. Let me know you heard me on the show. And we'll just hop on a call and I'll see how I can support you. We'll have all of this information 
in the show notes, including a link to Tim's Calendly uh, so that you can actually set up an appointment that way. Yeah, that works too. Tim, why is military membership so important to learning to be a rock star real estate? Investor. Yeah, I mean, so when you come into the military, the boot camp or all branches is designed to break you down and build you back up into how they want you. You know how you could best serve the country and best have the behaviors, the habits, and the performance to be a soldier, or a, a marine, a, a sailor, or an airman, whatever. So you're broken down and you go through these routines. You're held accountable. There's a lot of discipline. Otherwise, you'll you'll be disciplined, if that makes sense. You have to be disciplined. Otherwise, you'll be disciplined. And you'll go in front of a board and have to share why you messed up. So discipline is, is huge. I think one of my favorite quotes of all time by Jocko Willink, if you know who that is, you know, Navy SEAL commander who now teaches and leads other executive leaders. He wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. And one of my favorite quotes by him is... Discipline equals freedom. And I believe that in my heart. It's been in the bottom, been the signature of a lot of my emails for many years since I read that. It's just very much resonates with me. So just discipline alone is massive, but we learn about teamwork, especially taking on these large deals, how to fit into a team, how to serve the we and the team and the organization, not the I. And it's service. Like military is service. And that's where abundance truly comes from. And your level of income is tied to the, the amount of value that you give and the amount of that you can serve people. And so the teamwork, the grit, like just the hard work and the work ethic and just being able to just move through obstacles and continue to get back up. And there's just so many characteristics that are just kind of molded into our DNA the longer that we're in the military that just translate very well into business. That's why I love serving the ADPI community. We have academies and masterminds of people who are doing this. A lot of them are active duty. Some of them are veterans, but I love working with military members because we speak we speak the same language and it's great working with military people and doing deals with other military members. Enlightened investors. So it's discipline equals freedom and mindset shifts are important to our success. I know you've enjoyed our show today. Tim, it's been a pleasure having you. Thanks so much for being with us today. Alan, it's been a pleasure, man. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steed Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steed Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steed Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at steedtalker.com. 